You're here with Patrick and Jamie, and we are here again to hang out with you today and to talk about some scripture. So Patrick, what scripture passage are we in? We are going to dive into Joshua chapter 24. And uh, Joshua chapter 24 is the last chapter of Joshua. After this, it goes into Judges. So we're at the very end of, uh, of this book of the Bible here today. And we are going to check out verses 14 through 26. 14 All right. Can I read? Yeah. Do I get to read today, you Pat? absolutely get to read this chunk. So go ahead and take it away. Great. Here we go. We're, we're reading from Josh again. All right. Um, now fear the Lord and serve him with all faithfulness. Throw away the gods your ancestors worshipped beyond the Euphrates River and in Egypt and serve the Lord. But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Then the people answered, far be it from us to forsake the Lord to serve other gods. It was the Lord, our God himself, who brought us and our parents up out of Egypt from that land of slavery and performed those great signs before our eyes. He protected us on our entire journey and among all the nations through which we traveled. And the Lord drove out before us all the nations, including the Amorites who lived in the land. We too will serve the Lord because he is our God. Joshua said to the people, you are not able to serve the Lord. He is a holy God. He is a jealous God. He will not forgive your rebellion and your sins. If you forsake the Lord and serve foreign gods, he will turn and bring disaster on you and make an end of you after he has been good to you. But the people said to Joshua, no, we will serve the Lord. Then Joshua said, you are witnesses against yourselves that you have chosen to serve the Lord. Yes, we are witnesses, they replied. Now then, said Joshua, throw away the foreign gods that are among you and yield your hearts to the Lord, the God of Israel. And the people said to Joshua, we will serve the Lord our God and obey him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. What a great, what a great little passage here that we're checking out today. Uh, it comes right in the middle of this chapter too. And this chapter's thrown me off because in my Bible right now, there's no titles of anything. It just is like, this this text oh. is here and, <laughs> and we're reading it. <laughs> uh, so uh, the first verse is like really kind of one that stood out to me through this whole scripture, which is kind of unusual for me. Normally I pick up on something further along. Uh, now fear the Lord and serve him with all faithfulness. Throw away the gods of your ancestors worshipped beyond the Euphrates River in Egypt and serve the Lord. That is like such a great demand. If someone was going to demand me of something right now, that's a kind of that's the kind of command I would want, right? <laughs> throw yeah, throw away yeah. your idols. You've got one one Lord. Serve the Lord. And I don't know, that verse is the one that stood out to me. Yeah, it is. And I think it's important in this section too to remember because it, it mentions like the gods of other people. And when we use the word Lord, um, sometimes it's a universal term for someone being like a king 
or being a lord or being a powerful person. Um, but when we use it here, the actual word in the original language is the name of God. It's God's specific name, which which um, we we kind of translate as Yahweh. Mm-hmm. So whenever you see Lord in here, that's what it's saying. It's like we serve the name of right. God, the name of this specific God. We serve yeah. Yahweh. You guys might serve some other gods of some other people. We serve Yahweh. Yeah. So this first command is to fear Yahweh and serve him with all faithfulness. Yeah. And it kind of gives you, there's kind of like an out as well in verse 15. If serving the Lord Yahweh seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourself this day whom you will serve, whether the gods of your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you're living. But as for me and my household, I will serve the Lord. And in my Bible, I know that it's the Lord God, the Holy Spirit, three in one, because it's that word Lord in all capital letters, but kind of like two font sizes smaller. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's, I think they do that in a lot of different versions of the Bible so that you can have an idea like of how it's been, been translated. Right. Um, So we have um, this idea of throwing out other gods and Patrick, have you ever thrown everything out, anything out that had like high value to you, but you knew it wasn't good for you. So you like threw it away. Oh man. Yeah. I'm sure I have. Uh, I I mean, the, the first thing that comes to mind is, I, I'm a big surfer, and one time my neighbor gave me this like big bin of wetsuits, and they're all kind of used. And I'm thinking, wow, sweet, more wetsuits. But in my head, I was really thinking, I, I already have like the wetsuits that I wear every day that are like fit me perfect, and they've only been mine. So why do I need to hold on to all of this bin of wetsuits? So I, I put them all in the air dumpster, and I think someone came along and took him. Uh, I know that's not really <laughs> exactly what you're asking, but that's a, kind of what came No, no, mind. but you th- you had to throw something away that you're like, this is a value. Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, I guess I could have tried to sell him, but that, I don't know, I felt weird selling something that someone gave me and I didn't have any info on <laughs> the wetsuits either. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're like, I just want to be like rid of these. I want these out of my right. possession. So I once was walking and I stumbled upon a brand new pack of cigarettes. Whoa. Unopened. Yeah. Okay. And that's like, I don't know, back in that day, that probably would have been five, $6. Now it's like, I don't know, a hundred dollars for a pack of cigarettes <laughs> or something. I don't know. <laughs> a lot of taxes. Uh, you pay a lot for those things. Right. Um, and so I found them, uh, and I thought, man, this is like, it's like finding a $5 bill on the ground. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then in my head, I started to think, well, what do I do with them? Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't smoke, and I didn't want to, so I wasn't going to smoke them myself. That was not an <laughs> option. Right. Um, I also didn't know, like... Like, it's not like you can just say, hey, want to buy a pack of cigarettes from someone on the side of the street? Like, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, maybe, you know, if you're like in prison, that would be like a normal thing. But um, where I was living at the time, that would have been an odd deal. And so finally, I was just like, you know what? Like, I don't think smoking is like really good for people. So I just threw them away. Yeah. 
Yeah. But it felt a little weird. It's like, I should be able to like get something out of this. And right. instead I got nothing out of it. I just threw them away. Right. Um, so uh, there's just something weird about throwing something away that you, you attach a small little value to, mm-hmm. uh, like a wetsuit or maybe a pack of cigarettes that's unopened, or maybe it's, you know, who knows, maybe there's a bunch of things that you all are thinking about right now. Um, but here in scripture, we see that there are these things that seem like they have value, but are really worthless. Right. Yeah. And what those are, are these false gods. And if you look in your Bible, you might see the word God is not capitalized in here. It's lowercase. Yeah. Yeah. And that's because it's not the right God. Yeah. And then the people respond to this uh, first statement saying, and this is like such a great way to start a response. Far be it for us to forsake the Lord to serve other gods. Far be it. Who who starts sentences like that these days? Far be it. (laughs) I feel like it's a country thing Maybe you should bring that back. Far Far be it from me to do another podcast. That's, that might be my challenge for tomorrow to say far, far be it. Far be it. Can you do that in a zoom meeting that we're both in tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. I'll try. Okay. I'll try. (laughs) So, Far be it. it was, and then they recognized it was the Lord, our God himself, who brought us and our parents up out of Egypt from the land of slavery and performed these great signs before our eyes. He protected us our entire journey. Uh, that's a cool realization, you know, full circle. God yeah. does something in their life and they are able to say like, hey, God did this. This is we're We're thankful. This is good. Uh and it's probably some generations that it might not necessarily be the people that experienced uh, being led out of slavery. It was maybe, you know, yeah, it says who brought us and our parents up out of Egypt. So this is like some people just hearing the story of them being pulled out of slavery and saying, wow, God is good, not actually experiencing it themselves. It's cool too, just to think, you know, when you're challenged with a question of, you know, well, who are you, you know, who are you going to worship or who is on your team or who, who's helped you out? The, the, a good thing to do is to go back in history, right? Mm-hmm. To go back and remember, well, who has been, you know, a helper of me. So like, if you ever have a situation, hopefully you don't, where you have a group of friends and they're, and they're like, well, choose which friend group you're going to be with. Are you going to be with us? Or are you going to be with them? Um, you know, that's usually you don't want friends who make you do that kind of thing, play that kind of game. Uh, but in your mind, it might, you might look back and say, well, let me remember these friends. What have they done for me and how have they been faithful? Uh, and it kind of helps you get an idea of, you know, who really is, is there to support you, Mm -hmm. uh, who has been faithful to you and the people who are faithful to you generally are the ones you want to be faithful back to. Right. Right. So, um, we have a good example here of God's faithfulness to his people, starting with Egypt, uh, and then moving out from there into the conquering of the nations under Joshua. And that was a pretty cool thing that they basically were let out of this, this country, uh, out of Egypt, um, wandered around for 40 years, but then were able to go in and, and win every battle. 
Yeah. I mean, not technically every battle. I think there were a couple they didn't win because they kind of tried to do it their own way. Didn't listen to God. But, but you know, they basically won the war. It maybe would be the way to put it. Yeah. Um, and all these other nations got, got kind of flushed out and moved out of there. Yeah. Um, but pretty incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And then Joshua said to the people, you are not able to serve the Lord. He is a holy God. He is a jealous God. He will not forgive your rebellion and your sins. If you forsake the Lord and serve foreign gods, he will turn and bring disaster on you and make an end of you after he has been good to you. Uh, uh, Wow. This is like anti-gospel, right? This is like not the good news. Yeah, this is the the bad news, <laughs> not right, the like, good news. We're going to serve the Lord, and Joshua's like, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm sorry, you don't have the capacity. Right, yeah. <laughs> He's not going to forgive you. <laughs> yeah, and like even, it even says, like, the last part, he'll turn and bring disaster on you and make an end of you after he has been good to you. Wow, that's it. What? Being led on a little bit. That's kind of an intense statement there. It is an intense statement. (laughs) So Joshua here is doing, is doing something interesting. And I'm only assuming this is God speaking through him kind of as a a prophetic voice or a leader to his people. But he's, he's telling them like, you're, you're rebellious basically. Like you've already rebelled against the Lord. You've already made a mistake. Mm -hmm. You've already, you know, you've done some bad stuff here. This is not good. Right. Um, and by saying, oh, yeah, we're going to serve God now, he's kind of saying, like, you need to take this seriously. <laughs> this is no joke. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, like, <laughs> we're not messing around anymore. Uh, you know, this is, this is going to bring disaster on you. This is going to put an end to you. Like, you really need to do this. Right. <laughs> and you got to, you, you can't just say that you are. You have yeah. you really have to do it. <laughs> this is like total commitment. And I wonder for people out there, you know, what what areas in your life do people ask for total commitment in? Like hundred percent commitment. And I think of sports. Because yeah. I, I played football for one season, freshman year. We were awful. But the the things that coaches tell you when you play football or a sport and it's very competitive is they want, they don't want a hundred percent. They want 110%, which (laughs) obviously you can't give more than all. Um, but that's what they demand. And they don't want you to be late for practice. You're going to be to practice early every day. Uh, you don't get to skip a practice. If you skip a practice, you don't get to play, uh, in the game. And, and whenever you're doing a drill, they want, you know, all of your energy, every last little bit of it. And it's, this total commitment. And in fact, when I, when I played football, they had this thing called hell week oh, where, well. <laughs> uh, you would do, uh, extra practices. We did three practices a day. Um, and they wanted such total commitment during hell week that if you were, uh, in the, the, um, upper age brackets, I was a freshman football player at the time, but if you were a, a JV player or, a, um, varsity player you had to sleep at the school whoa and they decided what you ate they decided like where you could go what they weren't allowed to leave the campus you had to stay on the campus like it was total control over the the team because they wanted 
total commitment, right? Yeah. And so uh, for us, it didn't really work out that well. We lost every game that season, but hey, you know, um, maybe it was our commitment level. So I quickly <laughs> got out of that, uh, stopped playing football, one for me. Yeah. Um, but I think Joshua here is like, hey, people, I want to really, really drill this into you. Like, I want, yeah, it's total commitment. Like, you can't mess around with idols. You can't mess around with with uh, serving other people. This is like the real deal. Right. This is serious. Yeah. And I'm, I think it struck a chord with those people because they responded to Joshua by saying, no, we will serve the Lord. And Joshua says, okay, and this is I think this is great. Okay, you're witnesses against yourselves that you have chosen to serve the Lord. You all yeah. are in this together. You all are hearing each other say that you're going to serve the Lord. Uh, and they they obviously say, yes, we are witnesses. And then Joshua kind of throws the challenge back in their court again by saying, throw away the foreign gods that are among you and yield your hearts to the Lord the God of Israel. Uh, and so they have been now given two opportunities to not only just say what they're going to do, not only just say that they're going to serve the Lord, but actually um, say it and accept it in their hearts and, and actually do it. Yes. To accept it and to actually do it. And in this, this, uh, this pattern that they're doing this back and forth, um, that's happening here is, um, you know, they're, they're making this covenant in a lot of ways. This is like signing a document, right? Yep. Uh-huh. They're like, Hey, okay. You know, when we typically sign a document today, or maybe, maybe it's better. Like maybe it's maybe to think of like, they're putting in their password, right? Online right? Yeah. <laughs> or they're yeah. putting in the credit card information or whatever it is you do when you have financial transactions, uh, online, it, it, there's a back and forth. Yep. Right. You've got to log into the site. Okay. I logged in. Okay. Now you got to like, remember that password. Good luck. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or maybe someone changed it and then you have to put in your address and you have to put in all this stuff and it's kind of gives you this chance like, Hey, do you really, really want to do this? Um, are you a hundred percent sure that you're going to do this? Yeah. And, and so this is kind of what's going on. Um, Joshua is giving them an out. Uh, yep. And, you know, obviously God knows they're not going to take the out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it almost seems like Joshua doesn't care, you know? I think mm-hmm. he does, but yeah. <laughs> the way his language is like, are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Your witnesses against yourselves, you people. Um, but some of that also kind of points to the fact that Joshua knows these people are kind of weak and that they're quick to turn away from God. Right. Yeah. And I think that, he it kind of says, are you sure a few times just to put emphasis on how important this is. Yeah. Uh, he knows that they probably would say whatever they said. And then a week later, a month later, go back to their old ways. I think yeah. this is his way of saying yeah. like, you're really, you really going to do this? Like, like you said, but with yeah. like a lot of emphasis. Well, and you know, what's crazy about that is that, is that, the the amount of us saying yeah god will serve you and 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 turning back and and that it's nothing compared to god's faithfulness that's coming from the other direction right mm-hmm. so think about it at any point jesus on his way to the cross could have said 
you know what? Forget about these people. They've sinned enough. Like, let's just yeah. let this go. Yeah. Uh, or, um, you know, he did pray father that, you know, that this cup could be taken from me. Right. He, he's like, I don't want to do this, but you know, not my will, but your will be done. Yeah. And when Jesus says that, uh, he's saying that he's submitting to what God wants, the bigger picture, but you know, he, he kept going, he kept going. It wasn't an easy road. Uh, it wasn't a quick one-time thing. And, and a lot of times when we decide to follow Jesus, maybe we're at camp, maybe we have a spiritual moment yep. and we say, yep, okay, we're following Jesus. I'm all in. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do that one-time thing. Well, guess what? Like there's many covenants in scripture. God's people have to turn back to him at multiple points. Uh, for us, um, we are what's called later on in scripture, living sacrifices, which means if we're a living sacrifice, that means we, you know, this is kind of a a weird statement, but one pastor I know used to say the problem with living sacrifices is they can crawl off the altar, which just sounds creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What the heck? (laughs) Right. Uh, Because a sacrifice back in the day was like an animal or a bird or something. And, um, and you would, you know, it would be killed. And that's probably a whole nother show to talk about the whole sacrifice system. I'm glad we don't do that today. <laughs> right. Uh, but um, back in, in the day, that was something that people did. Uh, but if you're a sacrifice and you're alive, like you basically can choose at any point that you don't want to serve God anymore. Hmm. Um, you can make that choice. And so I'm always a big advocate. And I know you, you too, uh, Patrick are as well of giving people those like daily choices. Like, Hey, today I'm going to serve God. You you wake up every morning and you can make that choice. Yeah, absolutely. Am I going to serve myself today? Am I going to serve God today? Am I going to serve some other God? Yeah. Uh, and maybe we don't think who those gods are. Maybe we don't, don't pay attention to it. Most of us, and I'm just going to be honest, serve a false God. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're serving a false God of, of maybe our own pride. Maybe we're serving a false God of money. All we want to do is make money. Maybe we're serving a false God of, of success. We just want to be successful. And right. the thing about false gods, uh, typically in idols are, they're not all bad, right? Yeah. Right. They're not always bad things. So there's some good things that are in there too. And, and so the problem with them is that they're in the wrong order. Um, serving God first, serving Yahweh first, that is what's most important. And yeah. then some of those other things like success and uh, uh, and even making money, none of those things are bad in and of themselves. But when they become more important than God, that's when they become idols and that's when they become false gods. Yeah, yeah. So uh, what's like the takeaway for someone who might feel like they're in this position where they're being asked, like, do you want to worship false gods or do you want to worship the true God? Like, what's the, what's the takeaway for those people? What would you, what would you say? Yeah, I'd say do what the Israelites did here, right? Look back at the history. Who's, who's got your back, you know? And the fact that you're even listening to this podcast, uh, to this Devo today means that you have some, some sense of faith that God is actually reaching out to you. Yeah. Um, Jesus is the true God and, and, uh, Yahweh is the true God. Um, and so we have the ability to have connection with God through, through the Holy spirit, through God's Holy spirit, the true God. And so in all of that, um, look back at how God has been faithful and then you have a choice to choose God. Yeah. And your choice 
has implications not just for you but for other people as well it can even have a implication for your whole household so um make that choice and know that it's serious and know that it's a big deal and know that um god is with you in all of it absolutely amen and amen thank you for tuning in to today's devotional we'll see you guys later